The Terrible Trollbird by Ingrid and Edgar Perrin de Allaire. This is a story about what happened to Ola and his sisters, Lena, Sina, and Trina, who lived in a faraway valley among the mountains of Norway. On a clear summer eve, their mother said to them, Now go up to the grove and fetch me a load of wood for the stove. So off they set. It was lovely in the forest twilight, and Ola, Lena, Sina, and Trina ran and jumped and played. Blake and their good old horse trotted behind with the cart. Suddenly, they stopped and stood as they fixed to the ground, as though fixed to the ground. For high up in a tree, they saw a huge bird that looked at them with evil eyes. The bird opened its great beak and crowed, and the scock was so loud that all the trees in the forest trembled and shook. Did you hear what the bird crowed? asked Ola. Yes, 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 cried Lena, Sina, and Trina. It wants to fly off with our blanket. And away they ran and stumbled and fell right home to the farm in the valley. Now Blaken was the first. Their mother was busy feeding the pigs. She looked in surprise at the empty cart. Where's the wood you were to bring, she asked. We can't bring any wood today, said Ola, for a big bad bird wants to take our Blaken. I've never heard such silly talk. To think that a bird could fly off with a horse, said their mother. But as she turned around, she saw the huge bird landing on top of the storehouses. It was so big, it had to perch on both roofs. Oh, for the, all the world's pancakes, she cried. It is the terrible rooster that belongs to the trolls in the mountain. And the terrible troll bird it was. It sometimes flew out of the mountain at dusk, looking for animals to carry off. Now it had set its eyes on fat old Blaken. Don't be afraid, said Ola to Blaken. We'll save you. He ran into the house. There on the wall hung an old blunderbuss. He pulled a silver button off his coat and put it into the blunderbuss. For a button of real silver is the only thing sure to hit a troll bird. And just then the bird crowed again and flapped its giant wings. The storehouses tottered and everything loose flew about. Lena, Sina, and Trina were lifted off their feet and blown straight up the chimney. Ola grabbed the blunderbuss and ran out the door. Just as Lena, Sina, and Trina came tumbling down the grass-thatched roof, they landed right in the arms of their mother. The bird was still perched on top of the storehouses. Ola took aim and pressed the trigger. Off went the silver button. The blunderbuss thundered and roared and kicked so hard that everybody fell over backward. What? Even Blaken? Even the cat? <laughs> and when the smoke cleared away, there were bright feathers floating all about. What fine pillows these feathers will make, cried Lena, Sina, and Trina. 
But where is the troll? But where is the troll bird? Asked Olaf. Then they spied it, way down at the bottom of the valley. It had plowed its way straight down the hill, tearing up the trees and leaving an open road behind it. <laughs> How shall we ever get that bird, big bird up to the farm so we can pluck it and roast it? Asked Ola. Blake will pull and we will push, said Lena, Sina, and Trina. But for all they pushed and all they pulled, the troll bird did not budge. They got nine more horses from the farm. But the bird was so heavy that even ten strong horses couldn't move it. So Lena, Sina, and Trina ran up to get the cows and the goats and the sheep. Even the pigs had to come. At last, with all the animals hitched to the bird, they were able to drag it up to the farm. The news went out that the terrible troll bird was to end up on a roasting spit and people came from far and wide to celebrate. They brought cakes and puddings, and yes, even a fiddler. Soon there was music and merrymaking all over the farm. Together they plucked the troll rooster. From the down and feathers, they made pillows and quilted puffs. From the claws, they made pitchforks, and from the beak, a sturdy boat. From the tough skin, they made 12 pairs of shoes and the finest pair, of course, was for mother. Then they hoisted the huge fowl up over a pit filled with glowing embers. Two strong horses pulled the ropes that turned the spit. It was late at night before the bird was ready, and the delicious smell of roast chicken filled the whole valley. Mm. There was plenty of food to go around. One drumstick alone filled 12 hungry stomachs. 12 the hungry, 12 mm. hungry children. The fiddler played his liveliest tunes and everybody sang with mouths full of meat. <laughs> Even the animals of the forest came, prancing and dancing on two legs. They too were glad to be rid of the evil troll bird. It had been a menace to them all. Little red-capped gnomes popped out from their secret hiding places in caves and behind boulders, and green-clad sprites called holder maidens came up from their world deep underground. They were enchantingly beautiful, and if it hadn't been for the cow's tail swishing behind them, they could have been taken for real girls. The holder maidens did not show themselves often, but on this night, all, of the, all creatures were friends. Joining hands and paws, they danced merrily around the fire. Toward daybreak, the big mountain up the valley started to creak and groan. A stone door opened up and two moss-grown old trolls came out. They were Jagra and her husband, Jotun. They often, and Jotun. Yeah, they often tramped about at night looking for a pig, a bear, or a fat little boy to put into their stew pot. Now they had come out to search for their rooster. They sniffed the air and Jagra growled. 
has roasted my rooster. My fine, fat fowl. Fa, fowl, fowl! Thundered echoes from all sides. Jagra was so angry that she almost burst. <laughs> Don't burst, said Jotun. We'll follow the smell and eat the roast ourselves. And with heavy steps, they stomped down the valley, sniffing their way to the farm. When the trolls reached the farm and saw that the bones of the bird had been picked clean, they flew into a rage. You've eaten our rooster, they roared. For that we shall carry your house into the mountain for little trolls to play with. The fiddler dropped his fiddle. The gnomes rolled away like balls of gray yarn. The holder maidens vanished into the ground. The animals scattered into the woods and the people ran into the houses and hid under beds, behind doors and inside cupboards. But not Ola and Lena, Sina and Trina. They saw that the sun was about to rise and they knew that trolls are creatures of darkness. Only when the sun is down can trolls walk about outside their mountain. Look, they cried. Now see what will happen. Just as, just as the trolls reached for the houses, the sun peeped over the mountains. As soon as the sun's rays hit them, the trolls turned to stone and burst with a bang. Moss-grown boulders and stones lay scattered all over the ground. Some looked like noses, some like ears, some like fingers and toes. Now the people dared to come out from their hiding places, shouting and laughing. They ran around looking at the strange new rocks. Soon, tired from the long night, they went to the hayloft to sleep and snore. The pillows and quilts filled with troll bird feathers were plump and soft. But Ola, Lena, Sina, and Trina could not sleep. First, they had to try the sturdy boat made from the troll bird's beak. Snip, snap, snout and now the tail is out the end now father's